I don't, I don't believe this. I mean, we, we say if you want to introduce the programme, your chance to be heard on the airwaves of hundreds of thousands and millions and billions and trillions of people, and yet we don't have anything decent to kick off the programme with today. If you want to do the introduction to the James Well podcast radio show, call me 0117-230-1771, record your intro to the program, and who knows where it could end. It could be the beginning of an enormously successful career for you. So call that number 0117-230-1771. And then I don't have to do something along the lines of, Ladies and gentlemen, here is another scintillating, exciting and educational radio podcast from the oldest talk show host alive, Mr. James Whale. See, there we are. That's all you had to do. I don't know why you couldn't get someone to do it, Rob. I really don't. It's your fault. It's always my fault, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah well, it is your fault, and that's it. You know, I'm thinking of scrapping tech talk for that reason. Oh, can we? No, we can't. Oh. No, no, we can't do that at all. Um, right, I'll I, I tell you what. Uh, let's, let's kick off with uh, what's going on. Uh, in North Korea, shall we? Because on my radio show, you, you know I've got this radio show on talk radio in the evening, 7 o'clock until 10. Yeah, yeah, I've been on a few times. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, you haven't. <laughs> I have. No, you haven't. In fact, I hear that fat slapper, heavy f- whatever he calls himself, uh, is, is trying to get on as well. I gave him your number. Was that, was that not the right thing to do? No, no, give him my number. Give him my number. Tell him to call. I don't care. Okay. He won't get on either. Um, anyway, I had this, uh, I had this uh, Twitter poll the other night on the program on talk radio about who would win a mud wrestling contest, Trump or Kim Jong-un. Right, and the result is? Kim Jong-un would win. He looks the type that would roll around in mud, though. Yeah, well, I don't know about that, but what worried me is that a lot of people seem to be putting their money on him. Now, much as we detest Trump, we don't like the little fat fellow uh, threatening nuclear war on all of us, do we? It's slightly worrying at the moment, yeah. Well, it is slightly worrying, and I feel very sorry. Uh, Sorry, having a drink. Uh, And I feel very sorry for those people in North Korea, because rather than Trump start tweeting out ridiculous things, why doesn't he just nuke the whole place? Be a bit unfair on the population, though, wouldn't it? Yeah, but sometimes you have to be cruel to be kind. Who are you being kind to, though? Well, you and me, for a start. Oh, okay, yeah, okay, right. Yeah. You know, I mean, if you're, going to, if, you, if you're going to be kind, then be kind in a big way. Well, yeah, if you're going to do it, do it big. Yeah. Or what we do is we capture Kim Jong-un 
and we get him and Trump in some kind of squalid, dark basement, fling them in a vat of mud and make them fight it out. You had mud wrestling on your uh, TV show. Sorry of the day. Did I? Yeah, world's uh, first TV right, showing yes. of mud well, wrestling. Yes, it's all, well, actually, there are a lot of my old television shows up on the website for people to go and have a look at, aren't there? Yeah, I did one uh, the other night on uh, One God, Many Religions. Well, that's always been one of my favourite topics, you know. The religious nutters of the world. And you had Vanessa Feltz as a guest. I paid her ten quid for that. That was her first appearance on television. <laughs> no, seriously, I paid her ten quid for that. Every guest got ten quid on that show. But she looked a lot younger and a lot fatter. Younger, yeah. Yeah. Um, right, OK. So uh, North Korea is a worry. I have consulted the powers that be, and they say, quite frankly, they don't think it is going to be the start of a nuclear holocaust. So uh, that might allay some fears in some people, but I'm not sure. Uh, but quite frankly, I'm getting pissed off with being uh, threatened by the little fat man in North Korea. Um, and, I, I, you know, if he carries on like this, to be serious for one moment, if he actually does carry on like this, the Americans will just desecrate that country. Yeah, it'd be a big crater then, wouldn't it, between China yeah. and South and Korea? Before, before anybody says anything, that will affect the South Koreans, and there are lots of Americans living there. The Chinese won't be pleased, but I don't think the Chinese will do anything about it. It's a complete and utter mess. How did we... A couple of years ago, things were not great. You know, life can always be improved. But it was bubbling along all right. You know, we were beginning to survive the economic catastrophe that the bankers brought upon us. And then suddenly, suddenly, we had what was known as the Arab Spring, and I'm still not too sure how that happened or who engineered it, CIA. Um, so, I, I, you know, it, it's all beginning to fall apart, isn't it? And it, it allowed a vacuum to come in and to start allowing the religious nutters to get a foothold. Well, I'm, I, don't, I don't understand it, but anyway, there we are. There we are. There are people who can't live without believing in, in fairy tales. I suppose that's, uh, that is the problem, isn't it, of the human species. Whether it was the witch doctors of old, the soothsayers, uh, the, 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 the godheads, whatever it was, they all, every human being has this necessity. All of us, I don't say how many different, we all have a necessity to think there is something more that we can't explain. And then when somebody questions it, you get angry. And then when somebody tells you it's not true, or it might not be true, you get violent. What is it? I wonder. Anyway, never mind, moving on. Um, a well done to the uh, Northumbr Northumbria police, by the way, for catching the uh, gang of racist perverts. I missed that. What, what was that oh, about? Did you? Yeah, well, of course, you sit there in your uh, room a lot of the time. Um, there were, I think, about 18 paedophiles who had been grooming white girls up in Newcastle. Uh, they were all South Asian, right? Mm -hmm. Why do we call it South Asian? Well, South Asian. Where's South Asia? Um, just India, below Pakistan, North. Bangladesh, that sort of area. Um, they were targeting white girls, grooming them for sex, and the NSPCC have got quite 
uh, upset about it because the Northumbrian police paid um, a grass to give them information uh, who was himself a convicted paedophile to actually bring this gang to book. Now, rather than complaining about the police doing that, Uh, I think they should be championing the police because they have managed to get them all. Now, the convicted paedophile who turned, if you like, Queen's evidence um, is still a person who is known to the police and has an eye kept on him, probably has been paid now and probably been removed to a safe place, has allowed the police to wipe from the streets of the northeast these perverts. And the other thing, I'm glad to see that now people are calling it like it is it's racism. It's racism. These people possibly, got, I, I can't think that they have any religious thoughts at all, but by this idea that people, some people just think they're better than others. And, you know, there is a lot of racism from white people to, uh, to Asians and black people, but there is a lot, a lot of reverse racism, uh, and particularly where certain Asians have a very strange uh, mindset who who think it's perfectly acceptable to go to their mosque and uh, kneel down and do whatever they do in their mosque, uh, not to not to defile other Asian women, but if they defile a, a white girl, um, that's perfectly acceptable. They're barking mad. They're barking mad. Now these are British people. They're not to be flung out of the country. They are to be dealt with. If in fact we find they have only recently come to the country, then you can throw them out. Uh, but these gangs, I think, are some of the most hideous because what they're doing is trying to make money out of this as well. Um, and so 25, 35, maybe life is good enough. But this is racism, and it has to be treated as a racist crime. And I'm glad to see that the police are now realising that that they will have all the public support from all all corners of society to tackle this shit because that's what it is. It is down in the gutter filth, right? And these people need to be shown up and need to be called what they are, which is racist. They are racist. And we don't want in this country any kind of racism. Black on white, white on black, black on Asian, Asian on black, white on Asian, any sort of racism and homophobia. I go back to what we were talking about the other week. There is still a percentage, a large percentage of British Asians and British Christians who think that homosexuality is not natural. Wake up, you silly pillocks, and and start living in the 21st century. So well done to the Northumbrian police, and it's about time you don't, any police force, any police chiefs, don't shy away from investigating crime committed by members of the black or Asian community. All communities who are involved in crime need to be dealt with. And that brings me on to my next little topic here, that of stop and search. I am sick and tired. I've interviewed many of these people who get really hot under the collar about being stopped by the police. As long as when you're stopped by the police, the policeman is polite then for goodness sake, get over it. You only stop me because it's the colour of my skin. What? Look, if if the police have been told there is a a crime committed by a young black guy, they're going to stop young black guys. If they're told it's going to be, it's being committed by an oldish bald guy, they're probably going to stop me. I used, when I did the late night radio show, I used to get stopped regularly by the police. 
and asked what I was doing, where I was going, etc., etc. Um, you know, just get over it. If you live in a big city, in a big town, and you're out at a particular time of day, you are likely to be stopped. Now, if for some reason you seem to be targeted quite, maybe you're, I don't know, maybe you're a university professor, a doctor or something like that, and for some reason you seem to fit a profile that some policeman in your area think uh, is a criminal, and if you've been stopped nearly every time you leave home, go to the police station, talk to the boss of your local police, have a word. But all this, these, these, these groups of people saying, oh, we're not having stop and search, we're not putting up with this, we're not going to get a life. Stop and search is a great way of, of deterring some of the crimes that we've got at the moment, some of the thugs with the knives and the acid, it doesn't matter what implements, some of the thugs wanting to go around and do harm to people, some of the pillocks on the scooters snatching stuff from people or, or robbing people, they need to be stopped. And one of the things that makes them a little more wary of what they're doing is knowing that every now and then a policeman's going to grab you by the collar, throw... No, that's what I'd like to do. That won't happen, of course. Stop you and ask you where you're going, what you're doing. And if when they stop you and say, excuse me, I'd like to have a word, why are you picking on me? Bad attitude, by Bad, bad attitude. Very bad attitude. When the police stop you and say, where are you going, tell them where you're going. Why are you out at this time of night? Tell them why you're out at that time of night. I mean, if you have nothing to hide, then you have no problem, do you? So why all the fuss? And, and some of these flipping politicians going, oh, well, we want to stop it and the police have got to be... No, that's a cop's job, is finding criminals. And you can't find criminals unless you can be proactive. And here's another thing I'd like to see. I'd like to see profiling of people at airports and ports. All right, at the moment, we have... Um, a problem with Muslim extremism. And okay, I realise that a Muslim can be any sort of colour, and we've got British Muslims going and fighting and everything else, but they are, you know, at a certain age. What is the point of stopping everybody going in and out of airports? What is the point of stopping a long-haired uh, granny or a long grey-haired old granny or, or gentleman um, and, and ask him, what is the point of doing that? I mean, the, the terrorists are predominantly young men and women. More often than not of Asian extraction. And probably will be very smart. Probably not going to look like a terrorist, of an, a Muslim terrorist, whatever you want to call them. So what about a bit of profiling? You know, when the IRA were bombing London, if you happened to be Irish coming in and out, you would have been stopped and asked questions, quite rightly too. Too much of this bloody political correct bollocks going on at the moment. Please, can we sort it out? You know, we've all, we're all accused of things we haven't done. And if we haven't done them, we, should, uh, we shouldn't be frightened of telling people, should we? And the police certainly wouldn't, shouldn't be frightened of stopping somebody because somebody might complain and say, it's racist. I mean, if there is this, whatever they call it, institutional racism, then hopefully society will get over that. I mean, we're suffering institutional homophobia, aren't we? And the reason that, the blatantly obvious, that's the reason why professional footballers haven't come out. There are many professional footballers who are gay, and they're frightened of coming out because of the institutional homophobia amongst, may I say, amongst football followers. Now, I don't give a stuff about football. I find it quite, you know, sometimes it's quite fun. I know quite a lot of footballers. Obviously, talk radio is in the studio next door to talk sport. I know a lot of them. But 
I'm not a huge fan. Doesn't, but the fans, some of you lot, are barking mad. And the reason they apparently they won't come out is because they would get so much abuse in the stands. Well, luckily, the football clubs have managed to curtail the racist chants at football games. And they said no to racism. They now need to say no to homophobia. That's what I think. What do you think? I agree with everything you're saying, as usual. Yeah, because I am the voice of reason, am I not? You are probably the only I voice. I am the voice of reason. Yeah. yeah, yeah. You know, if I, if I, if I was in charge... I mean, well, actually, nobody's in charge at the moment because the politicians, of course, as we know, have gone on their long holiday. Well, can't they have you as a stand-in over the summer period? Benevolent dictatorship led by James Whale. For the summer only. Yeah, I think it's a good idea. Yeah, I think it's a good idea. Um, okay, so uh, did I? Oh, did I mention the radio show I do or talk radio? Um, no, you didn't. I'm lying. Of oh, course. didn't I? Yeah, um, Monday to Thursday, seven in the evening until uh, ten, and Fridays. What about Fridays? And why did I say Fridays? No, Sundays. No, I'm not on Friday, but then I'm on Sunday, eleven in the morning for a kind of um, Wales weekend. Well, if you want to listen to you on Friday, just turn up at your house, can't they? Just knock on the door and say, hi, James. No, don't do that. I won't, no, no, I won't like that. Oh, you won't like that? Okay. No, no, I don't want that. No. Okay. Oh, hang on. Uh, ha, uh, oh, oh, right, okay. Um, just an email came in. Um, okay, so uh, what are we going to do? Um, what, with the world or on the show? Yeah, or? I mean, what's going to happen? I mean, what is going to happen? If, if we carry on the way we are, there is going to be absolutely no hope for anybody, is there? Well, I'm okay, you see. See, I, I have a policy of just stay inside. Yeah, I know you do, and look at you. Blotchy pink skin, dark rings round your eyes. You need to get out. They're not round me eyes, they're under me eyes. Around, and, and your eyes look sunken into your head, it's... I was watching the hop, the you know this Hobbit thing that's been on the television over the weekend lately. What yeah. is it? Um, the Hobbit. The Hobbit. Yeah. What's the film called? There've been three of them, haven't there, in a trilogy? Yeah, the Hobbit one, Hobbit two, and Hobbit three. It's, <laughs> I really enjoyed it, except that Mrs. W said, "What are those things? The orcs? Orcs? Yeah, yeah, the orcs." She says, "I look like an orc." I, didn't you watch the film? And I, t- I watched the first one. They got on. They have to get uh, something to somewhere, or they have to get somewhere in a certain amount of time. I can't remember the, the story because I only watched the first one. And they got on some birds, and they flew most of the way, and then they got off. Why didn't they just stay on the birds? Yeah, it's a good point. I have no idea. I, but I watched all three of them, and they were quite fun. I watched them because there were lots of bows and arrows in them. Yeah, there, there is always the plus point of loads of bows and arrows. Mm. They're supposed to be bringing back yeah. Hawk the Slayer, aren't they? Are they? Yeah, I think so. It's supposed to be remaking Hawk the Slayer or part oh. two. All right, okay. Uh, I'm bored with this. Uh, right, <laughs> so if uh, you want to get in touch with us, and uh, you can very easily, why don't you send me an email? If you don't want to use the phone box, uh, send us an email, jameswellradio at gmail.com, and then we can uh, read out some of your emails on the show, can't we? Yeah, we, we always read out emails on the show. Yeah, I know we do. I'm just I'm just sort of talking around to Wales Mail. I think oh, that's what I do. Is that what they call a, a segue? No, that's not a segue. That's or is it? I don't know. That 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 that's just an intra flip induction. A link. A link. Do we not have a jingle for Wales Mail? Uh, no, we haven't got the budget. 
Oh, well, if we could get a jingle made, that would be good. Um, so here we are, Wales Mail. Let's do a couple. Uh, Oi, ja- why is it? Oh, and this flipping Colin from Geelong. I mean, we're getting, we're really beginning to 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 uh, trawl the bottom of the barrel as far as these Aussies are concerned. Stop having a go at us, poor Aussies, mate. We didn't invite that Boris Johnson creature here, you pillock. If it was up to me, I'd have put the flog on the first boat back. The flog. To Pontyland. Uh, pay Rob more jelly tots or else Colin in Geelong. Completely barking mad, some of these Australians. Anyway, welcome to uh, listeners in Australia. Uh, New Zealand, Saudi Arabia, uh, all over the Middle East, apparently. Listeners in Africa, everywhere. In fact, wherever you're listening to us, uh, nice to know you're there. Give us a call or uh, send us an email. Uh, Nev said, I haven't heard the show for a long while. And then while tuning into it last night, as I struggled to sleep, I was transported back more than 40 years to when I used to listen and crackle at James's biting delivery on Metro Radio. It's just as excellent now, and Rob's a great foil. Well done, chaps. Mm. Right. I'm not really sure why I read that out, to be honest with you. I mean... A bit strange, isn't it? Yeah, I should stop writing him myself, really, shouldn't I? Yeah, I, I, I think I think you should. Um, so anyway, if you haven't been to the website, I suppose most people who listen to this have been to our website, haven't they, or not? I'd like to think so. It's quite colourful. It is very colourful, and I like to think it's probably one of the best and most professional websites going at the moment. Uh, and if you go there, well, you can uh, you can browse in our shop. You can buy a couple of copy buy a couple of copies of that fabulous book called Almost a Celebrity. So it's a great book, great read. Yeah, because everyone's got a table that's a bit wonky. Yeah. And, and of course, some people are going on holiday now. You might want to take it with you. Get, a, get the paperback version, take it with you. Or, of course, you could download the audio version and take it with you. And then uh, a, 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 an incredibly great broadcaster has actually done the voiceover. So go and have a look on the website and go into the shop. Uh, failing that, you can see some of the old television shows that uh, I did back in the 90s. Uh, uh, some, I'm quite pleased there's an, an interesting interview up there with... Uh, Ian McKellen before he was knighted, and there's one up there as well with Spike Milligan. Uh, what else? There's some other things up there, aren't there, as well? But anyway, go and have a look. Uh, jameswellradio.co.uk. Now, here's a good story. This has uh, been going on now as a debate over the past uh, couple of years. Apparently, people in the north don't live as long as those who live in the south. Now, I've lived in both areas, so I suppose I'll live a medium time, will I? Yeah, average, yeah. Yeah, you live in the north, so anyway, um, and I have uh, I, I've I put this out on Facebook and asked why do people in the north, on average, live shorter lives than those in the south? And I'll read some of your thoughts out uh, in a moment. But I I have come up with uh, Ash on actually next week. Maybe we'll maybe we'll get Ash on on this show. Yeah, why don't we call him like we do? He's already been on. We just call him randomly, couldn't we? We just we could call him randomly next week. Should we do that? Yeah. Yeah, see if he's awake. Um, anyway, here's why. Why do you? Th- First of all, why do you think people in the north live shorter lives than those of us down here? Uh, nothing to do. So if you're not active, um, then you're going to die young, aren't you? Are you being serious or just being cretinous? Well, where I am, there's nothing to do. Yeah, well, why, you don't do anything anyway. That is true. So I'll, I'm, I'm going to be happy. But uh, yeah, there's yeah. nothing to do. Yeah, well, that's wrong anyway. Shall I tell you what the reason is? Go, go on, then. Pollution. 
that would be in reverse, wouldn't it? How do you mean? Well, it says here why people from the north, on average, live, live shorter lives. Well, pollution's greater down south, isn't it? Yes. So? So that doesn't make any sense. Is pollution good for what? you? Of course. That's why we live longer. All this rubbish about pollution being bad for you is just rubbish. The greenies have been proved to be pillocks. Yeah, okay. Right? Particulates and all that rubbish you're breathing in isn't rubbish. It is, obviously, the elixir of life. So I need to stand behind my car more, then? Well, I, d I think you need to get a balance of pollution. I mean, I don't think one kind of pollution is any good. I think you need to live in a very highly polluted area to get the benefits of pollution, obviously, don't you? So smelly customers and stand behind your car. That's what I need to do. Well, I mean, it's, it, it, it doesn't take a great brain to work out if people in the South are living longer than those in the North. And one of the biggest problems of the South is pollution. Isn't it because the food's fresher? No! The no. food's just as fresh in the north. Well, it comes in from the south, doesn't it? Through, through France Don't and... be ridiculous! There are farms in the north growing food. When I lived in Newcastle, Mrs W had an allotment there as well, growing huge amounts of vegetables. There's more daylight in the south. No, it's all down to pollution. Okay. It must be. I've, I've, it must be the reason... We all live longer in the South. I'm, I'm starting to come along to your way of thinking. Yeah, I knew you would. I knew you would. I knew you would. Look, I've got, I've, let, let's have a look and see what people thought on Facebook, okay? Okay. Here we go. Uh, Julianne Smith. Hello, Julianne. She says, work and play harder up North. Huh. Um, Paddy Feehan, because we're shit at looking after ourselves, northern uh, workout is lifting 10 pints. Nah. Uh, Jonathan Daniel said, it's tough at the top and a long way down, brother. Uh, Cliff Haycock says, no idea, James, but it's high time things changed around here. Well, I told you what to do. Um, K. Falwell, BSC, says, I once went to Blackpool, asked for cheese balm, and could I have salad with that? And they said, you want salad? Um, Sally Leggett, less sunshine. Uh, Stephen Mark Broadman, traditional roots in industrialization work sectors more so than the South. Better higher education standards down South, more money, more spent on healthcare and education. Better education means more knowledge on how to eat and live healthier. The internet is helping educate lower income people more, but still not everyone is online, even more so up North. Thank you, Stephen. Very well said. Complete rubbish, Stephen, of course, because I have told you what the solution is. More pollution down south and people live longer. Uh, Julie Christo, my granny and three of my aunties lived all of their 96 years in the north. Figure that one out. Uh, Craig W. North, because we get less government investment than the south in every sector, 
when the pot is distrib- uh, distributed, the north of England gets the least and less than Scotland. Uh, John, they don't live very long in Scotland. Uh, John Newell, because they are closer to the North Pole and the sun's radiation being higher. Uh, Tim Beaumont says, because we die laughing at the miserable southerners. <laughs> uh, David Booth says, because the south can't afford beer and fags thanks to paying a small fortune to live in a one-bedroom flat in Chiswick. And Karen Jane Beach says, because we're freezing up here, that's why, James. Uh, Murray Begg, British summer time is set to favour the south. Uh, Just as the evenings get longer up north, the time is changed so the evening sun is lost again. Fine if you like seeing the sun at 4am, though. Well, get up early. That's the answer. Get up early. Um, good. Well, I think I think uh, that's answered a few questions, hasn't it? Really? Not really. No. Okay. All right. Um, I'm just going to go on to the next question because I'm uh, I'm running out of battery on my uh, iPad here. Oh, okay. Um, so uh, I haven't done any Brexit, have we? No, we've done no Brexit. Should we For do the? While. Should we do uh, Whaley's call box? Because I think there's uh, some guy ranting about Brexit on that. Oh well, why don't we do that then? Go on. Hello, James. Brexit has got to be stopped. But how we're going to stop it? But something's got to be stopped. Now, I actually think Brexit will never happen because this is government are going to make such a mess of it; it will fail. But as the day goes on, I'm a little unsure whether this will actually happen. I seem to think it will. Confident it won't. I'm not making any sense here. We've got to stop. Brexit's got to be stopped. It's going to be the biggest mistake ever for this country. I'm 100% against it. Got to keep fighting and stop it. Surely, even just to keep freedom of movement, it's worth it. So we can travel freely around Europe, even ignoring the trade. But Brexit must be stopped. See, well, there we are. Yeah, he, he wants to stop it now. Brexit. Yeah. Uh, I was talking to Vince Cable the other day, and he thinks it probably won't really happen the way people think. Uh, so on Facebook, I did ask this question. Now the mess of Brexit is becoming more clear, and it is, isn't it? Uh, are you still happy with your decision? Aaron James E says, hell yeah, that's why I made it. Uh, has to get hard before it gets better. <laughs> Tell that to the North Koreans. Uh, Chris Job says, I'm happy I voted Remain, but accept that we are now coming out. We don't, don't accept anything, Chris, until it's happened. Paul Breen Turner, uh, that's a famous name, isn't it? Why would anyone buy a train ticket without knowing its destination? Or would you accept a job without knowing what your wage would be? All for democracy but fully against business suicide. We needed clear ideas before jumping off the cliff. Paul, you're absolutely right. Uh, Mark O'Neill says, yes, uh, not even remotely bothered by what the Ramonas have to say. They got it wrong. Mark, you're an idiot, but you probably know that, Mark. Uh, Glenn Kendrick, absolutely, we have to Brexit. Still too much fear-mongering by the Ramonas. Glenn, another one. Why don't you and Mark sort of go and huddle in the corner and then when it all falls apart and uh, there is no money in the country and uh, the NHS is completely bollocksed, uh, you'll be able to say, see, I told you so. Uh, Robert Wildmore, or Wildmore, of course, it's as if the country has never heard 
the profound saying that it gets worse before it gets better. I do love it. You, you'll grab onto anything, won't you, you uh, Brexiteers? It's like any divorce, horrible to go through after you've made the fatal decision, but oh, so much better afterwards. Even though you're poorer as you don't have somebody else telling you what to do and constantly trying to undermine your position. And thus, my friend, uh, it is with our soon-to-be ex EU, Rome wasn't built in a day. This was always about the long term. You're an idiot as well. Uh, Lisa J. Gordon, yes, the mess is what the mainstream media is promoting as the truth. It would be stupid to think this would be easy. Does it mean it is not worth it? The EU is also a mess, and that is information never reported. Well, of course it's reported. If you listen to me, Lisa, uh, you would hear me say that the European Parliament is a complete and utter bollocks as well. Um, and we need to change it. It needs to be democratic. It needs to be sorted out. Britain needed to be more proactive within Europe. None of you lot, probably, and including myself, probably even know the name of your current MEP. Most of us don't care. Most people didn't vote in the Euro elections. Most people didn't take any interest in it. I happen to think that nationalism, nationalism is a, a disease. And, you know, people who want to, to sort of pull up the drawbridge, a bit like the, um, uh, the Scots wanted to, or some of them, luckily that uh, didn't happen. Uh, nationalism, I think, and, and be, you know, is just not on. We live in a very small rock floating around in the universe. And all these countries fighting each other and all these religions and, and views and everything else, it's got to stop. It has to stop. Now, I think the European Union was a complete utter shambles. We should have been trying to make it work. And, you know, if we can actually, if we could bring the planet together more harmoniously, surely that is better for everyone. Now, what has happened is that a lot of those people who believe in nationalism and think it's going to be great, we pull up the drawbridge, we'll keep the foreigners out, oh, it'll be wonderful, we can make our own decisions, it doesn't work. You cannot live in a world this small and, and forget the rest of the planet, it won't work now. It doesn't work. We needed to make the European Union work. It got out of hand. It is out of hand. And if we leave, it'll get more out of hand. And, of course, what will happen is more and more nationalism will happen. Uh, who knows? We could be at war with France in a few years. You'll all love that, won't you? And by the way, we're probably going to see the troubles coming back to Northern Ireland. Now, I'm not scaremongering. I'm just telling you the facts that aren't discussed. Nothing was discussed. Most people voted to leave Europe because they're xenophobic. End of. Thank you. Good night. What? Is that time already? No, I'm just angry. Oh, okay. Um, and there were a number of people who are uh, happy they voted Remain as well, but I thought I would read out the ones that I really got angry about, first of all. Yeah, sadly, it seems the majority of all followers are leavers. Well, no, the, the, yeah, and I don't understand why that is, because uh, I am the voice of reason. And I, I, I don't think it is. I think the, the majority of those people who voted to leave have got big mouths and small brains. Yeah. yeah, should we do some music? Why, why, why were you hesitant there? Well, I, I'm just trying to save the remaining listeners that we've got. Why? We're, we've got loads of listeners. The fact that they don't want to shout about how they made the right decision and they know uh, how sensible it is to not have voted to leave the European Union. I think we're up to five million now, aren't we? Well, that's a big number. Listeners, I mean. Oh, right. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> 
Now, did you think I meant cash? Well, <laughs> I was wondering for a bit then. You do seem to be, yeah. uh, you know, driving around in nice flashy sports cars at the weekend and staying in really lavish hotels. I wondered where no, all the money was coming no, from. No, no, no. That's the person who pretends to be me. That isn't me. Oh, oh okay. All right, I'll, yeah. take, I'll take it all back then. Yeah, you know, if we don't get any more revenue in on this. We won't be doing it for much longer, will we? Well, obviously, you know, as long as I'm getting my jelly tots, I'm okay for a bit. Yeah, but I can't afford jelly tots this week, so you're going to have to do it for nothing. I've got some left. Have you? Yeah. All right. Okay. Um, don't forget, guys, go and have a look at the uh, website, jameswellradio.co.uk. And if you want to have your say, you can always email us at jameswellradio at gmail. Dot com, or you could phone our phone box and leave a message. Rob will give you the number. Okay, uh, it's it's zero. Don't forget the zero. Zero is important. One one seven two three zero one seven seven one. Why do you make such heavy weather out of just saying something as simple as a phone number? Zero double one seven two three zero one double seven one. Call that number, leave a message, and we could play it on the program next week. That's the number I said. And the ruder you are, the better. Yeah, that's more editing for me. If you want me to do more editing, just phone that number and swear as much as you like. Okay. Should we have a bit of music? Yes, please. Um, okay, this is uh, Vince Ripper and the Rodent Show. <laughs> it's a single that uh, is released on the 1st of September 2017. It's called, what's it called? Uh, Scary Monsters, we get an early listen.
Ah, there we are, Scary Monsters from Vince Ripper and the Rodent Show. Uh, and if you want some music played on the programme, get in touch with Rob. This is how you do it. Yeah, just uh, email jameswellradio at gmail.com. Put my name somewhere on the email. Include the MP3 and permission to play, and we'll play it. Yeah, we'll, we'll try. Anyway, uh, right, I suppose I've been trying to put this off as long as I can, but it's time now on the James Whale Radio podcast to have Tech Talk. Uh, yay, it's it's my bit now. Thank you very much. Yeah, yeah. <clears throat> Try and make it sound more exciting than you normally do, will you? Uh, did you hear about the uh, 300 tweets um, spray-painted outside uh, Twitter headquarters? No. Uh, you know what uh, people complain that uh, on social media... When you make a complaint about a tweet that's either racist or offensive and it never gets taken down. Mm -hmm. Well, this one particular comedian in uh, Germany. Yeah, I'm listening. I'm just sort of moving around a bit. Okay. Yeah. Uh, made loads of stencils and spray painted all the offensive tweets outside Twitter's headquarters. Uh, yeah. Is that tech news? That just sounds like vandalism to me. Did the bloke get... Done? No, it doesn't seem to be. Uh, everyone seems to be saying it's a really good idea because obviously the tweets are now on the pavement outside. Uh, Three hundred of them. Um, mm. They look quite uh, visually. They look very good because. Uh, but obviously, oh, right. Oh, that's nice. Yeah. Um, but obviously, when you read them, they're they're obviously offensive. Um, yeah. And then obviously, let's see what Twitter does. Whether they'll remove them. Yeah, Tom. I mean, I don't. Twitter don't. I mean, it's a great thing, Twitter, and we all love it. Um, but it's not very well organised, is it? I've said for years that all that needs to happen is people just need to click a, uh, a thumbs down or a complain button, and after so many hundred complaints, it gets flagged and then gets removed. Mm. But why don't they have more people keeping an eye on what they're doing? There's thousands and thousands and millions and millions and millions and millions. There's quite a lot of tweets. Yeah. And and so people love it, and it's working well, but if it, if there isn't control... It'll be stopped, won't it? Sometimes offensive tweets, if done correctly, should be there. Yeah, oh, I agree. I mean, look at us. Um, <laughs> yeah. Right, okay, next. Um, Apple Watch. The, 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 I'm not 100% guaranteed this is going to happen, but the rumour is the new Apple Watch is going to be completely uh, independent. Really? So you don't need to have an Apple phone. It has its own mobile phone in the watch. Well, Mrs. W loves her Apple Watch. I've got an Apple Watch and I never wear it. Why? Because it only lasts a day. Well, then you just plug it in at and, night. And it kills your phone. And it's very selective about what messages it reads. You know, when you when you look at your watch, it's like, oh, I haven't had any messages. And then you check your phone later mm. on, you've had 13 messages come in. So it's a bit sort of hit and miss. And, the new, you know, the battery doesn't last very long, so the new one's going to have the mobile phone technology in it, which means the battery isn't going to last as long as it is now. So I don't see well, it Well, get me one of the new ones, OK? I'll give it to Mrs W. She'll love it. All right. When, when they come in, I'll, right. I'll, I'll send one up to you. Get me one, yeah. Um, okay, so that's tech. Anything else in tech talk or not? Nothing else in tech talk. Very, it's the summer. Nothing happens in the summer. It's just computer games and Nothing stuff happens like anywhere, does it, in no. the summer? I mean, that's the problem. Um, life sort of. What, 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 I mean, lots of people can't afford to go on these holidays. I'm not on holiday. You're not on holiday. Are you going anywhere this year? I'm going nowhere. That other bit of tech news that guy that uh, reportedly stopped the, um, the ransomware virus, you know, the one yeah. that yeah. He, he's been arrested for other virus issues in america i suppose that's tech news yeah yeah they've asked him to uh 
accept a plea bargain or something. Yeah, so I'll, I'll yeah. keep an eye on it. Uh, films. Oh, films, yes. And yeah, yeah. That's your speciality, isn't it? The film Come I'm... on, try and inject a bit of enthusiasm. I'm just waiting for you to squeak a chair, bang your knee, yawn, drink a... Jumping out the drink. And, you know, do... Golly, get it... with it. Because I've missed this, you know, this is how we oh, normally right, do yeah, tech yeah. talk. <clears throat> so, uh, films, Valerian and the City of a Thousand Planets. Uh, it's got Rihanna in it. Sorry, what? It's got Rihanna in it. Yeah, oh, that that'd be worth watching, won't it? She plays a uh, a blob of jelly. Rihanna, yeah, the singer. That yeah, oh yeah, I know who Rihanna is. She's hardly a blob of jelly. Well, that that's the character she plays, a blob of jelly. All right. It's a bit like um, it's a bit like Star Wars. Yeah. It's it's supposed to be the three D spectacular of the year, and I so I went to an IMAX uh, cinema to go and see it, and it wasn't in IMAX. It wasn't no. It's supposed to well, be like um, it's supposed to be like um, you know that other one, um, Avatar. Uh, you know, as in as in visual quality of three D, and they didn't even put it in uh, IMAX. It's in a few IMAXs, I think, around the country. <laughs> the thing that's in IMAX at the moment, which is you know, IMAX is famous for being three D, is the uh, Dunkirk film, but that's only being shown in two D in IMAX. So I think that's a bit of a waste. You didn't like that, did you? It was just too loud. It was just like continual uh, heartbeats and noise and explosions, and that's fair enough, but it was just overly loud. It was like people had turned the microphones up to the max to the point where Mm. you couldn't enjoy the film because it was just noise. Yeah, I think, actually, to be serious for one moment, I think, actually, the sound in uh, movie theatres now is too much. It has become too much. And last time I went, we left because it was just, it was, you know, the balance between the, uh, um, the words and the music and the background noises was just, it, it, either it would have been recorded wrong or I'm just, my hearing's going, which I don't think it is. Uh, it just it seemed bad. It just seemed, as you say, a wall of noise. Years ago, they used to do a campaign about, you know, you wouldn't pirate a film, blah, 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 yeah. see it small screen, green somebody getting up to go and get a popcorn. And it, it's it's almost better now to watch films at home than it is to go to the cinema. Hmm. Well, I think I always do. I don't go now because of that reason and because of people eating and because of people talking and because of people moving. Um, I don't find it a very exciting experience. It's mostly my biggest complaint about the cinema is you can no longer sit where you like. You have to sort of pick a seat and then go into the theatre and then only to find out that you're sat next to two parents and seven kids. Well, there we are. You see, get a 50-inch TV and watch them there. 50-inch TV, a really nice sound bar or surround sound system, turn the lights down, sit down, put a blanket over you. And then you can pa- you can pause it and go to the toilet whenever you like. Go to the kitchen, grab another beer. You know, it's yeah. great. When were you going to send me some movies down? Do you know I've completely forgotten again? Yeah, I know, I know, but never mind. Um, right, okay. So was that all the movies? Uh, that that's all the. I'm going to see another one this weekend. I don't know what I'm going to see. There's about two or three that I've got uh, booked in, but I can't remember the names of them. There's a there's a horror film about a doll called Annabelle. I think that's one of them. Oh, I've seen the trail for that. It looked like um, uh, Possessed or one of those old horror films. Yeah, it's, uh, I think it's part of the Conjuring um, series of films. Yeah. They're normally very good. Out of all the, the horror films, those ones are very good. All right. Um, now, I would like to ask our listeners, dear listener, uh, if there's something you would like us to talk about, 
uh, what should I say, me, um, then please, why don't you get in touch? You can either go to the uh, phone number 0117-230-1771, I think is the number, or you could email me at uh, jamesworldradio at gmail.com. You can go on the website. You can find all these contact numbers. Tell us what you think we should be talking about on the program. And if you want to do an introduction for the show, it's easy. You go on the uh, Whaley's phone box and you record one and we'll use it on the show. Yeah. Yep. Very simple. And if you're, if you're interesting and entertaining, listen, uh, I'm, I'm looking for the uh, talk show hosts of the future now. Because if I, if, I could, if I could manage a couple of talk show hosts and, you know, there are... There is a great necessity to find people to work on speech radio. Um, if you think you're up to it, get in touch. Let us know. I might phone in myself. No, you'd be useless. Yeah, I know. Yeah. Um, shall we do uh, questions for the whale? I think it's probably around about time. Yep, I'll find the right page. Um, yes, yeah. I was going to do, is anybody, because you, you, you keep on wanting to do this whole thing about Doctor Who is a woman, and I I don't give a stuff. I know we asked on uh, on Facebook, and uh, but but I don't. I, does anybody really care? We'll save that for uh, the Christmas episode around Christmas, because obviously she'll be on then. Okay, I don't think it'll make any difference to anyone. I would like to have seen a transgender Doctor Who, and then I'd like to see a gay Doctor Who as well. Yeah, we can't have that with uh, John Barrowman, then, didn't we? Well. Did we? Yeah. We've also had a female Doctor Who before, so they're lying. We had Joanna Lumley for one special episode. Yeah, you're right. Yeah, we did. So it's all a lie. <laughs> I have to say, I thought Joanna Lumley's travels around India were really good. Really good TV show. I enjoyed it a lot. She's very good. Very good presenter. Yeah. 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 Uh, right, come on, let's do the questions. I'm going down the pub. Okay, uh, Karen Clift, why have the flipping buses got the heating on? Uh, why have the flipping buses got the heating on? It's a very good point. Probably because their thermostat doesn't work anymore. Uh, Roberto Ferdanzi. Right. How would you spend your last day if you knew you only had one more to live? Uh, probably in the Indian restaurant, eating as much as I could. Not recording 24 episodes of the James Well radio show with me, then? No. Oh. Why would I do that? Why on my screen now have I got a little thing jumping up and down at the bottom there? Just ignore the thing jumping up and down on the bottom. What is it? It's it's to tell you that it's trying to open something or it's it's trying to grab oh. your attention. Is it? Uh, yeah. Okay. Why is stuff coming up on my screen that I didn't want here? I don't know. I'll check it out afterwards. We're doing a radio show. Oh, right. Oh, right. Yeah. Okay. Go on. Questions. Carry on. Go on. Go on. Uh, Dino Fletcher. Uh, why is everything so costly, Mr. James Whale Radio Show? Uh, Dino, things are not as costly as they used to be now. Uh, when I was a lot younger, you know, the amount of money you spend every week on your food uh, was a major expense. It isn't anymore, is it? Um, and things are more expensive now because people generally get paid more as well. So as time moves on, and inflation kicks in over the years, although we haven't had much lately, uh, things appear more expensive. I mean, you could, when I first started working, I got five pounds a week. Can you imagine living a whole week on a fiver? 
five pounds a week that's about five big bags of jelly tots that's really good well there we are <laughs> let's not talk about value of money in front of rob shall we because he has no idea uh justin richardson if you Hello, could, justin if you could change one thing about rob oldfield what would it be and rob what would you change about james if it was possible uh, Rob, I would change his uh, his his lack of uh, knowledge of the world around us, and I'd stop James from fidgeting. Yeah, because he doesn't like me doing this while I do no. a program. But you know, I can't help that. Uh, Rob James, what was that? Did you hear somebody else? Then it sounded like someone had a kazoo. Yeah, I, well, I, I think we've been hacked. I think our connection's uh, slowly uh, deteriorating. Right, let's, let's get to the last one and uh, then, uh, okay. then well, get out more. of here quickly. Okay. Uh, Rob James, is it true that six out of seven dwarfs aren't happy? No. Yeah, they are. Well, if you mean names from the pantomime, yes, but basically uh, those people who are born uh, smaller are uh, usually quite happy. Yeah, Warwick Davis is always happy. He's, all, he's never been unhappy, as far as I know. No, yeah. I love Warwick Davis. I know you do. Uh, but I don't think you should shout about that in public too much. I don't, think, I don't think he minds. Uh, Martin Cross. James, you are the Usain Bolt of radio presenters, unbeatable. But are there any radio presenters who take performance-enhancing drugs just to be as good as you? <laughs> Um, that's a very good question. Uh, there aren't as far as I know, but there are some that I am going to look into because I'm beginning to wonder. Can I, can I chip in about these performance enhancing drug things? If you feel you must. Cause I, I'm, I know this is coming from a stupid person. I know, and this might sound stupid, yeah, but yeah, I've yeah, always thought yeah. this. Yeah. Why, why not just allow performance enhancing drugs so that if you want to take them, that's great. And yeah, everyone's on a level playing field. Then you can't get, you can't get more performance enhancing drugs. You can't, there's not another level up. Is there? Well, no, I think you're right. Actually, I agree. I think there should be, uh, and, and you know, a lot of these performance level or people who are done for, for, uh, uh, called, drug cheat um aren't cheats at all they quite often have taken a medication that apparently shows up in your bloodstream and you shouldn't have taken and sometimes they're not even aware of it uh but yeah i you know if if i i tend to agree with you all this uh, business about look if you can if there are certain things that you can take to make you healthier fitter and faster why don't why don't we allow those i mean it's like it's like technology in racing cars isn't it like vitamin C, don't have any oranges because vitamin C is good for you. So that'd be unfair for somebody yeah. who hadn't had vitamin C. Doesn't yeah, make... if these are drugs that are illegal and, and not good for you, uh, steroids are not good for you unless they're taken uh, properly. Um, you know, and, and there are medical steroids, obviously, and there are steroids people take to try and build up muscle and stuff like that. And quite often those steroids don't make you fitter either. Can you imagine a running race on, on cannabis? It should be everyone running slow, like Baywatch. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. But it's, a, it's an interesting point. I'd like to hear what other people think about that. Yeah. Uh, okay. Last one, one now. More. Last one. Uh, Damo McCoy. How much wood would a woodchuck chuck if a woodchuck could chuck wood? Uh, five planks. There we go. Yeah, there we are. Thank you very much indeed. Tell your friends, join us here on the James Well Radio Podcast. And if you've enjoyed this, or even if you've hated it, go to the website. There are over 200 hours. You must be able to find something you like there. Robbo? Yes, sir. Bog off.
that's not very nice. James Well Radio Show. For more information, visit www.jameswellradio.co.uk. Why not check us out on facebook.com slash jameswellradioshow or follow James on Twitter at the James Whale. James Whale, the voice of reason.